When you talk about faith, many think about pastor scandals and flamboyant ministers. Yet we know from scripture that faith is not just a category, but a framework of thinking, a worldview. This podcast seeks to create biblically faithful and culturally engaging conversations where life and faith meet. Worldview Wednesday is a production of Veracity Found. For more information, visit our website www.veracityfound.org. Hello everybody, welcome to Worldview Wednesday. In the house is Derek, the one speaking right now. Ntambi Derek, and on my right is... Dennis Mugume, uh, the one speaking right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you can go ahead. Yeah, and Joseph Biamukama. How then can I differ from those who have come before me? Eddie <laughs> Semakula, right speaking... Yeah. Speaking right now. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but also right speaking. Yes. <laughs> good 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 to see you guys. It's uh it's been good um to fellowship a while ago. And I would like to begin by our start I would like to start with our topic, Christian's Christian responsibility in the Uganda election. And I'm going to pose these questions. A couple of time, terms to define for us. What does responsibility mean uh, to begin with? Uh, question number one, what should the Christian posture in the 2021 elections be? Question number two, how should Christians engage politics without retreating from it? Question number three, uh, what mistakes and opportunities are politically engaged believers prone to? What's the church's role in the affairs of the state, I would like to hear a couple of <laughs> a couple of terms to define, and probably you've uh, noted them down already. Terms like politics, for many, we use the word differently, and I would like to begin with Joseph. And it's one question, but kind of many uh, dimensions to it. Yeah, it's one question with many dimensions to it. Um, I might definitely give a textbook. Um, definition of politics but um in the it, field it seems always different <laughs> <laughs> true, true. it it definitely definitely yeah. does but but in short really politics is is concerns the governance of uh, a state and uh it does would uh, some would say stem from uh, the greek conception where they saw uh you know governance so much centered on the city or what they might call police and uh, that the citizens then would be, you know, called polites. And then from there you have politicos, which would have to do with the governance or the administration of the city and then the state as such. Um, and as you rightly mentioned, uh, there are responsibilities attached to that, not just to the administration, but to the citizens or the polites uh, of the state or city. Hmm. And I would like you to kick off. <laughs> what should the Christian posture in the 2021 elections be, Joseph? Yeah, that's um, a very, very good question, Derek. Um, I suppose there will be different different things and my colleagues will, 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 will you know, come in. Um, but I think the first thing for every Christian to know is actually that leadership comes from God. Hmm. That, that's the first 
the first thing um that is one two that we have a duty and a responsibility in as far as it depends on us to elect uh responsible uh leaders into positions of of power and influence and leadership and so those two and, and the fact that leadership then comes from god prepares us to be able to in a sense not take worldly path uh, in in case our you know candidate does not go through or not to be frustrated or not to see our hope as though it's been quashed just because the person i voted did not go through and knowing that actually whosoever then eventually goes through with my vote as 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 as, as much as with Eddie's vote um will be which is currently unknown right <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, that is debatable. <laughs> yeah, but but whosoever then becomes either president or MP and all that, yeah. my responsibility and my my posture as a as a Christian would be to pray for them, yeah. and of course still hold them responsible and accountable for for the decisions they make, but not seeking to, in a sense, forcefully impose my will yeah. uh, beyond January 14th as such. Yeah. Eddie. You just written a blog that is quite interesting in this very respect. What are your thoughts? Same question as opposed to Joseph. I think first really affirming what Joseph has said, but mm. also adding to say that my expression would be different. I would say that uh, the Christian responsibility in the election season means two things from what I see from them. is One of them is transcendence and relevance. Mm. And I think that we have fallen on either sides when you think of the Ugandan context, at least from my current, from my observation. It seems like I think we were chatting even before here and I was sharing with you guys how we need to pray, the phrase we need to pray for this country has sort of become a, an escape for Christians actually facing the issues around us head on. I mean, like, in the past few weeks, hmm. we've had this happening, we've had that happening, we've had that happening. I mean, just mentioning the issues can can make you labeled on another side, but Christian conviction calls for courage. And I think that's, that's the side where we tend to fall, at least from my observation, in our context, that usually the, the, the idea of... Uh, of, uh, of, of of relevance, we've totally thrown it out with mm. the with the dirty water, with the bath water that showered the baby. Eh? Like we showered the baby, but we're like, yeah, this politics thing, I don't want to engage at all. Like yeah, yeah. I, will, I will throw out the baby as well with mm. the bath water. Mm -hmm. But that's not supposed to be the case. I think we are. We have a good has a reason why he has given us bodies. We are in has a reason why we have that national ID. We are citizens in yeah. a country, accepted mm. that says yeah. he has placed us in boundaries mm -hmm. for a reason. It's yeah. not by accident that I'm yeah. Ugandan and I have a so I think of that in terms of relevance. Mm. I think we need to have a meaningful, sober Christian, must yeah. I add, yeah. sober Christian sober. thinking and presence in the political environment that's happening around us. The word relevance, like almost all things, can be abused, but that does not mean it's bad in itself. Sure. We need to be relevant by actively participating. Personally, I've, I've recently been moved to a conviction yeah. to look up my ID yeah. and uh, see and look up the EC website to see where I'm going to be voting from, mm. and I will make my 
my aggregated thoughts known through my vote eventually. <laughs> the other one, yeah. just before you leave, the other one is the transcendence. Mm. I think that the other side we have fallen into is to getting very political as Christians and forgetting our primary post sure. as uh, strangers in this world where we are actually, our hope is, like Joseph was pointing out, our hope is beyond mm -hmm. this world. Mm -hmm. We transcend whatever government will come after January 14th. Mm -hmm. Our hope is not in the promise of a politician. Mm -hmm. Our hope is not in the next best hospital. Our hope is a hope for the soul, mm -hmm. but a hope the soul, for the soul that does not evacuate us from the body, mm -hmm. but rather than that makes our presence in the body even more meaningful. Mm -hmm. So those have been my two transcendence and relevance. Mm -hmm. They've been my two cutting points as we head to January Approach. 14th. Yeah. And out of, that, out of those, every other thing flows, I guess, from my judgment. Yeah, Dennis, mm -hmm. to begin off from there, yeah. we have transcendence and relevance. Yeah. You work uh, as a pastor at St. Francis, mm -hmm. um, and St. Francis lies at the center of a very political university. Way, way. <laughs> <laughs> way, way. Very, very political. Yeah, and I am yeah. thinking, um, as the church mm. and as a pastor, how should the church respond? Yeah. So, so there is the first of all that I mean, just thinking about the fact that the God of the Bible is the God of the whole show. As uh, Psalm twenty twenty four, the 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 earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Mm -hmm. So we don't do good stewardship to ignore a, a very crucial part of that earth uh, by being so called apolitical. You know, do not engage politically, mm -hmm. but but we engage politically in a sense that we 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 know about that one King called Jesus who. Um, in Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah 12, that Isaiah 11, Isaiah 12, that talks about him as the great king who will come and mm -hmm. the king of peace who will reign. Mm -hmm. So Christians have this eternal perspective towards politics that whereas uh, somebody's manifesto may be after 2026, <laughs> um, this king's manifesto is, is beyond 2026. Eternal. It is yeah. an eternal one. Yes. Yeah. So it means as we go out to vote or to contest for different positions, we're asking ourselves who among these people who have contested best um, aligns his manifesto with our king's manifesto. Mm, yeah. You see, so that we are using Christ's manifesto, so so so, 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 so to speak, to judge the ones who are contesting. Yeah, that also means that um, we engage uh, politics with humility and grace because yeah. there are Christians on either side. There are Christians on the red party. And there are Christians on the green or yellow or blue and party, and the purple party <laughs> as well. <laughs> you see, so so, yeah, and even the ones of one finger, you know, the, the, <laughs> I, 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 I want to say it since it is still fresh, but the point is. Um, there are going to be Christians on either side. Sure. Uh, it's almost like what we think about when we think about prayer. Mm. The yeah. Bible is for prayer. Mm. It doesn't tell us exactly how many times to pray or um, whether five times or six times a day or ten yeah. times or unceasingly. Yeah. Uh, so, so the one who is praying unceasingly should not judge the one who is praying once a day and saying, you're not praying well. So yeah. um, it, it looks like we, we, we all see that, that there's a brokenness in the world yeah, that sure. can be fixed by addressing the politics side of it. Yeah. But that um, there's they, that, that Romans 14 sort of liberty that's, that, that says, let each be fully convinced in their own mind and yeah. let 
our ultimate hope rest in God and not in our efforts as human beings to fix what is broken. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that is crucial, I think, uh, in, on one of uh, the platforms that we that I, I belong to at least, uh, someone raised the question of how another's conscience could be for supporting a different political party. And these both of these are actually Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think the idea of transcendence which which Eddie mentions and which he also emphasized knowing that actually our as christians our redemption and our hope is not in man's political establishment yeah and so our salvation really does not lie in who occupies the the next white house yeah. Yeah. and what that definitely means therefore is that our brotherhood our bond as brothers and sisters in Christ is much, much stronger than our political affiliations. Because mm-hmm. that, that can be problematic that even in churches, um, some, some do not want to see uh, face-to-face. Or, you know, I, I was having a conversation with a friend in the U.S. and he was telling me how, you know, in this season, the, 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 the sales, gun sales went high. And he says, you know, these are not just non-Christians. Christians are buying guns. Sure, mm-hmm. and, and for me, I think that that shows much engrossment, being engrossed in the affairs of the world so much that you've lost that eternal, uh, you know, superior or above transcendent Transcendent perspective perspective that enables you to engage, not be detached from the day-to-day, you know, life and Mm -hmm. and, and affairs, but to approach them in a different, I would say, prophetic uh, way Mm. that you speak to it, that you engage in it as the sort of the world and as the sort of the earth, not as one who is embroiled in its, so to speak, political messianship, messiah, messiah, you know, messiahship sort of like uh, attitude where you are looking at your next candidate as the be- the best thing to ever happen to humankind, yes. and in a sense overshadowing the salvation that Christ does offer to both the, you know to you and the person who is on the other side of the yeah. political divide yeah. Yeah. and to see how Christ actually bridged that divide so to speak yeah. and so yeah that transcendence is quite i think for me crucial well, as as i listen to you i'm thinking about uh, as well i think this is this is our next uh, point to discuss you're thinking about the events that are appalling that we're seeing and for many christian uh, for many christians out there and probably even non-christians they find these events very appalling mm-hmm. this is too much evil mm. and people that are doing these things have, have not been brought to book mm-hmm. at least we are told they're going to be brought to book what what is the church's role mm. in all of this as we are seeing people killing each other others stoning other i mean one of the scenes i saw on the news recently is a man with a hammer mm. about to hit a, a police of a lady who was a police officer mm-hmm. what are you seeing where we've gotten, uh, I believe, and of course you've hinted on the aspect of sin mm. and how our hearts are bent towards sin. Mm-hmm, mm. So you're thinking, what is in the position of the church? What is our role? What is our role? Yeah. I, think, I think the framework, for me, what comes to mind is a framework of thinking about human nature mm-hmm. comes into perspective here. And I think that's, it's easy for me to speak in broad terms of what should the church think, but until it comes down to me, mm-hmm. yeah. what should Eddie think about? Individually, this, this yeah. I think the framework that we have, mm-hmm. the, the Christian gospel gives us resources for thinking about the human nature in ways that transcend but also that give as much insight mm-hmm. than any any moralism can ever give or any morality or any human rights you know angle can ever give and the, Christ, the christian idea is that you know what 
sin is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like we have all fallen short. Yeah. Whether we are wearing pink or purple, I don't know whether there is a pink pattern, but <laughs> well, it, is coming. it is coming. coming. <laughs> yeah. At this rate, it is coming. <laughs> but yeah. you get, and I think that has a way of both making you humble, but also making you bold. Mm. Yeah. Bold in the fact that you can proclaim the gospel. Yeah. Humble in the fact that you can realize you're part of the sin mm. that yeah. so easily entangles those that you are seeing, and yeah. perhaps mm. you yourself. I don't know. That comes yeah. to mind initially. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. what you mean. Yeah. Um. Looking at the early church and and how they were able to confront the whole Roman Empire. Mm. They did not have political parties. There was no Christian political party. It was just yeah. individuals taking up responsibility to be loving to their neighbors. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I think there's a book called Un- Un- Unimaginable, what yes. the world would yeah. look like yeah. if without Christianity. So he basically sure. makes a case and he compares the, the pre-Christian world to the post-Christian world. That yeah. many of the things we have come to esteem and to value as human rights even were given. Who are given to us from a Christian framework? Yeah. yeah. So, so he basically says that um, there's a letter in there of a soldier writing back to the wife at home, a Roman soldier saying to her that, look here, if you give birth to a girl, you can dispose it of in the in the in the wilderness, and if it's a boy, you can keep it. So the point there is this: that the Christians took up the outcasts. The Christians were not, you know, um, were not in engaged in debate where Rome burns down. They yeah. are like Roman philosophers who engaged in debate when Rome was burning down. Mm. They actually got a, a, a you know a fire horse and put out the fire. So the Christians, I think our first responsibility as believers to politics is to not throw trash out of the window, mm. is to take care of our rubbish, mm. yeah. is not to wait for the LC1 chairman to come and show us that sure. this yes. road needs digging. Like yeah. it's do things that work for your peace where you are. Yeah. And then the people who contest because when we think about bad, li- 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 bad leadership in politics, they, they come from us. They come yeah. from our societies. Yes, they true. don't come from Mars and they just land here in, 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 in Uganda. Yeah. So I yeah. think the idea is let us be loving to our neighbors practically. Let us be good Samaritans first. Yeah. And then that will, you know, work from bottom up versus us expecting to come from top down. Yeah. And Joseph, and it, Joseph, Joseph before you come in, yeah, our colleague ahead. has written a very interesting article recently. And all of us, I believe, we've read it. He entitled it before, Beyond Prayer and a, mm. a Case for Action. Yeah. And in there he's saying that are we to just do funerals mm. as church leaders? Are we to just say, well, I'll, I'll pray, I'll pray yeah, about let's, it. Let's pray about it. So prayer and action, and we discuss the prayer in itself is an aspect of action. Mm-hmm. So Joseph, as you're answering, I would like to <laughs> hear your word, your mm-hmm. words about that in that respect. Yeah, yeah in, a, in a sense, I, I, would, I would love to build on, on what Dennis just mm-hmm. mentioned, the aspect of loving, mm-hmm. practically loving our yes. neighbors, uh, even when you say, I'll pray for you. So what, what I've learned uh, is when I when I'm having when I have a conversation with someone and they they need prayer, instead of saying I'll pray for you, I actually pray then, because mm-hmm. uh, I've noticed that when I say I'll pray for yeah. you, chances are that I won't. You will not, yeah. Uh, but but being practical, uh, being prompt in in a sense as well, and 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 taking uh, care of your neighborhood, as 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 Dennis was 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 mentioning. Yesterday I was on a border, um, you know, and and as you would know, border border, uh, you know, riders. When when there is a jam somewhere, they they don't hesitate using the pavement yeah. um, to 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 take you where you're going so quickly and and so he did it and I told him don't do that again and and he said why 
uh, I said, you know it's wrong, right? Um, he said, uh, yeah, but I didn't think it's a big deal. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I said, you see, you, you, you might say, for example, that you disagree with homosexuality, for example. I'm like, yeah. what? why do you disagree with it? Because it's, it's a case of using something that is designed for something different mm-hmm. and use it for another purpose. Yeah. This pavement was not designed for border for, borders yeah. and for cars. It was designed for, for pedestrians. pedestrians. Yeah. And, 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 and so the, the, the call for us, for me as a Christian to do right, to be a good neighbor where I am, um, if, if, if someone does not have supper and I do, I, I mean, we do not have to wait for the next occupant of the White House or, or Parliament, yeah. uh, State House, I mean, or Parliament to tell us to be good to our neighbors uh as as a, com- as a church we are situated in a community mm-hmm. uh, if there are if there is a cleanup that is needed that's not something that we need the executive director of kcca to i mean those are those are simple things that we can do mm-hmm. um how do we practically care for each other and so the early church yes uh, you you find that um i think it's it, I, I can't remember uh, i think it was emperor aurelius if i uh, or julian i think it was julian who a hate, a hater of Christianity, uh, a great apologist against Christianity. But he observes how Christians lived. He, that in a pandemic like this, you know, there, there, there was a pandemic, as you know, in, in I think the fourth century or so, and it were Christians who were taking care of Roman citizens, mm-hmm. Roman non-Christians, taking care of them even when they knew they could uh, catch the pandemic and die, and. And they were taking care of their point. And he writes and says, doesn't it put us to shame that these Christians are actually caring for our own better than we care for our own? And so Christianity then becomes, you might say, a movement, a force for good in the community where we are. Mm. And rather than beginning to think about how we can change the world, as mm. some would say, we can begin in by changing the diapers mm. in, abstr- in, in abstract ways. We can begin by laying our bed. We can begin by by you know doing the things in our neighborhood, yeah. taking food to our neighborhood, you know, using availing that cut for someone who is sick to go to the hospital and all that. So yeah. well, and, I, and I would the, add that, that even even that the, the, that has a basis, you know, because mm. I was just thinking through Amos, Amos chapter five as as Amos is confronting hypocritical Israel, mm. you notice that in verse 23 he talks about he rebukes them about their religious activity, yeah. but also he goes ahead in verse 24 to say let justice roll down like a river. Mm. So even this, the, even these little things that we do have a basis, mm. it's not like because I know in, another person may probably argue that in a contemporary sense mm. you may have a platform where to speak, and I think there's avenues for Christians mm. to also both excel in a like what Paul would call a lead make it your ambition to yeah. live a quiet life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean in, in doing the daily mundane, you know, tasks, mundane tasks and, yeah. and growing those but also where the platform avails where you can actually advocate because yeah. there's privileged Christians who've gotten perhaps a place in parliament yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. The, the temptation is so so um, and I am agreed with you completely. Um, the people so we we speak about corruption in the public places and public offices but i and i was telling this border border guy i'm like the person who is stealing these billion chunks of money meant for our hospitals began by stealing sugar just just sugar you see and and that driving on the pavement that's misusing something 
that that is there for another reason and you you misuse it mm. and so the people who are fi- who are shouting on social media about corruption are the same people if they are caught over speeding on the road uh, they will be they seeking school. yes they, they will be dri- they will be bribing the police officer to pass by i mean they are, they are christians they are the very people who are corrupt in their I mean, when they need their bid to go through, they know what they what they want to do. When they want to register a company in a day, they know what to do and and where to put the money. And so, the the relevance in these big political platforms, I think, and the faithfulness and and the effectiveness and the biblical faithfulness there, I think, begins from the very from little the that we uh, we do. So you're faithful in the little, and then you're entrusted with much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we have a tendency of shouting about the mismanagement of the big mm. when we haven't handled where our small. Mm. And for me, I think that's one huge problem that I think the church in Uganda might be having. Yeah, so um, in, I'm going to give each one of you a minute to um, give us way forward. How should we Christians, and even generally Ugandans, think uh, about politicking uh, way way forward. How should we think about it, especially for Christians? So be responsible enough to your country to get an ID, uh, a national ID, mm-hmm. and then look at people's agendas and manifestos, ex- examine them. Some of them have been in office for a while, so look at what they have done so far. Yeah. Does it align with the, the, the kingdom of God's values? And then vote for those people whose agenda aligns with God's values. But lastly, um, uh, begin at home. Yeah. Be- begin at home. Yeah. Begin by not throwing trash out of the window when you're yeah. driving. Yeah. By, yeah. by by being responsible about how you dispose of your your rubbish. By being patient in that jam. Sure. I yeah. think many of our jams are, aren't, aren't caused by you know us our narrow roads. They are caused by our indiscipline. Yeah. So let us begin from home, going up. Yeah. Further. Thank you, Eddie. Um, why not Joseph first? <laughs> as, I, as I process my... <laughs> Joseph, please go ahead in a minute. Please. Yeah, uh, uh, so let love rule in this in this season, as you mm. as you rightly mentioned, that, that gentleman who had, uh, what, a machete, a machete or uh, a, hammer. a hammer trying to... Let love rule. We are in a very much politically charged environment and uh, anger is wearing up in the hearts of men, especially with what is circulating on, mm. on social media, which, which of course has its own basis in, in some of the policies and things that might have done wrong. But I, I'm reminded by James that the wrath of man does not bring about the righteousness of God. No. And to rem- Even when that wrath sometimes is found in the news feed. Yes, but, but let, let love rule. Let's, yeah. let's love our neighbor. And especially as Christians, let's, let us know that our core and our identity is primarily in Christ, yeah. not in the political uh, party we support or subscribe to or the candidate that we might be voting on 14th. So yes, let's vote, but let not that vote divide us as, as one of the presidential candidates used to sing. Yeah. So let, let it stay that way. And so the transcendence and the relevance. Uh, yeah, I think uh, what, what really comes to mind there is that for me, I would like to pose a question to the listener. What's what what's primary for you? Hmm. What's not for you? For you may be subjective. Hmm. Let's ask a question and say, what's the primary thing in your life? Like, hmm. well, don't be. In fact, the, the, what I would bring it to is, don't be distracted from the ordinary. Yeah. Hmm. For mm-hmm. me, that it would sum it in that way. Like, don't as a Christian, this ordinary means of grace 
in, in, in your church involvement, there's ordinary means of grace in your private prayer, there's mm-hmm. ordinary means of in you becoming like Christ yeah. in being conformed to his image. That can only yeah. happen by beholding Christ in, in the word. So yeah. don't be distracted Amen. from the ordinary. Mm-hmm. I think that is one of the things that I've noticed, at least with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm more prone to click more than yeah. to kneel, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. pretty much yeah, and and from me, there are news feeds and there is the good news. Yeah, news feeds and good news. Please realign. You know, put it yourself right. Yeah, mm. put yourself right. Yeah, you've heard it from these guys. This is Worldview Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening in. It's been me, Derek, Dennis on my right, Joseph Yamukama with us, and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening. Catch up later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Worldview Wednesday is a production of Veracity Found. For more information, visit our website www.veracityfound.